Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, welcome to my special edition, college football, first four bets of the week, plus a bonus bet. Last week, not so special. I put up the donut, the embarrassing 0-4. My last two weeks, I'm just 1-7. So after a good start to the year, where I went 3-1 and one in three of the first four weeks, I sit 22-22 and 22 in the season. I'm looking up at the calendar. I'm running out of time. If I want to turn profit this year, it's go time. It's now or never. And maybe it's because I don't feel the pressure right now. I hit rock bottom last week, I hope. I like my card this week, so we'll find out how it goes. So let's start in the Mountain West. It's Wyoming, plus the five and a half at UNLV. So Wyoming is just 18 and 50 under Craig Bull on the road. And out of those 18 road victories, just one of those victories was against a team with a winning record. That's kind of a knock on Coach Bull and a knock on the pokes, I guess. So now, normally, I'd be concerned about a letdown after a big rivalry win like Wyoming had against Colorado State last weekend, but I'm not worried this time. The path to the Mountain West title game is still possible for Wyoming. UNLV is one of the teams sitting in the way, of course. Remember, Wyoming was tied this year in the fourth quarter at Texas. Wyoming was tied in the fourth quarter this year at Air Force. Two good teams. They were flirting with the victory. They're knocking on the door. I think they're going to get that big road victory at some point, and I think it's probably going to come on Friday night. So on the UNLV side, I tip my cap. What an amazing story this year. They're 7-2 and on the season. They're 8-1 and against the spread. The running Rebels have two upset wins this year. Listen to this. A three-point win over a 2-8 and Vandy team and a 17-point win over a 3-7 and UTEP team. So that's how far they've come. They were the underdog against Vanderbilt and UTEP earlier in the season, and now they're favored by more than a field goal against Wyoming. Yes, it's at home in this game, but still, nonetheless, they've come a long way during the course of the season. Great coaching job by Barry Odom. But Craig Bull has Barry Odom's number. He beat him back in 2019 in Odom's final year at Missouri, and I think he gets the best of him again on Friday night. I I like the Pokes to win straight up, but I'm going to bet the plus five and a half here. Give me Wyoming plus the five and a half at UNLV. Game number two on my card is in the Pac-12. It's Colorado plus the 10 and a half against Arizona. So betting against these Wildcats has been a losing proposition most of the season. Arizona fans, you may rejoice when I bet against you because I haven't got it right yet, I don't think. 
Arizona six and three on the season. They're eight and one against the spread, and they've covered five consecutive football games. Interesting note here as well. They're one of the most extreme teams in all of college football. Not only are they eight and one against the spread, but they're eight and one to the under this season. Their only game that has gone over was against USC. So now this will only be the second time that they're favored on the road. The first time was the only game they didn't cover this year when they beat Stanford 21 to 20. Arizona's won three straight games as the underdog. That's unheard of. They might have a letdown after beating a ranked UCLA last week. They might be looking ahead since two-time defending Pac-12 champ Utah's on deck. The numbers say this line should be under 10, not over 10. Meanwhile, for Colorado and Coach Prime, they started the season 3-0. and They're now sitting at 4-5. and Final home game of the season for them. That's right. College football is coming to an end, so this is their home finale. This might be their last chance to win a game. I think we're going to get the max effort from the Buffaloes. Ten and a half, that's a big number. I'm going to grab it. Give me Colorado and the Buffaloes, plus the ten and a half at home against Arizona. Next up on the card, we go to the ACC. It's Virginia Tech minus the one and a half at Boston College. So two teams that I had at or near the bottom before the season have proven me wrong. Boston College has won five consecutive football games. They're six and three overall, and they have a two-point loss to Florida State to boot. So they were good in that game as well. Meanwhile, Virginia Tech is four and five in the season. They lost by 31 at Louisville last week. But prior to that, they had won three of four by 17 or more against Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, and Syracuse. The big issue for the Hokies, they've yet to win or cover a game on the road. They're 0-4 straight up and against the spread away from home. Boston College is giving up 6.1 yards per play this season. Virginia Tech, 5.39 while playing the tougher schedule. So it's rare to see a team with a better record, winners of five straight, at home as the underdog. That tells me all I need to know. I think I'm on the right side of this play at a short price. So give me the Hokies of Virginia Tech, minus the one and a half at Boston College. Next up, we go to the Big Ten. It's Iowa, minus the one against Rutgers. So yeah, this line is out there at either one and a half or one, and it actually might be a big deal with a total of just 28 and a half points for the game. Crazy low total, of course. And for those of you that play offshore, Bet Online offers this bet. Will there be a scoreless quarter? The yes is currently at a minus 141 for this game. I've never seen a price like that for a scoreless quarter, but Iowa, I can see it. It's an Iowa game, and that's an Iowa special to say the least. So this game is going to be sweaty. Get ready for sweaty palms the entire time. Get ready for frustration on one side or the other. Iowa won 10-7 last week at Wrigley Field against Northwestern. They lost 12-10 at home to Minnesota the week prior. They won 15-6 at Wisconsin before that. And then in an offensive explosion, they beat Purdue 20-14 the week before that. So points will definitely be at a premium in Iowa City. Iowa's challenged offensively, but they do have an excellent defense. They have good special teams. Last week, they actually had four drives and in Northwestern territory without getting points. That's unacceptable. We know that but they're going to have an offensive coordinator change next year to begin with. On the other side, Greg Schiano is getting it done at Rutgers. Six and three on the season, three and three in the Big Ten, with losses to Michigan, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. 
the first two. You can't fault them for that. But they've yet to throw for over 200 yards in a game, so they can be challenged offensively at times themselves. They had the lead at halftime last week against Ohio State. They ended up with more first downs and more yards in that game. If they play like that again, they win this game without a doubt. But this is Iowa. I joke about the Hawkeyes all the time, but they are currently in sole possession of first place in the Big Ten West. They find different ways to win, and I think that'll happen again on Saturday. I don't have to lay much here. It's one point. Just win the football game, Iowa. I'm on the Hawkeyes, minus the one over Rutgers. Final game on the card for you. It's your bonus bet, and I stay in the Big Ten. It's Michigan at Penn State, and I'll bet the first half under 21 and a half. So Purdue became the second team this year to score 10 points on Michigan. Throw a parade. It's a big deal. Purdue's points came in the final 30 seconds of the football game. That's how they got over 10. So Michigan is allowing 6.6 points per game this season. That's unbelievable. Penn State is giving up just 11.8 points per game themselves. So since Penn State already lost 20-12 to at Ohio State, this is the big one now for James Franklin and the Nittany Lions. It is going to be a rocking atmosphere on Saturday. I don't see three TDs in the first half. I don't see five combined scores in the first half. I don't see 22 or more points in the first half. This is the Big Ten. 10 to 3 at halftime would work for me. I'll bet the first half under between Michigan and Penn State under the 21 and a half. So let's recap your card in college football. My first four bets. I'm on Wyoming plus the five and a half at UNLV. I'm on Colorado plus the 10 and a half against Arizona. I'm on Virginia Tech minus the one and a half at Boston College. I'm on Iowa, minus the one against Rutgers. My bonus bet is on Michigan and Penn State in the first half under the 21 and a half. The Twitter vote year to date, don't forget, is eight and three. Nothing you could do last week. I didn't give you a winner. I shouldn't even hold that one against you. It was all on me. But let's vote on Twitter again. Let's see if we can run it to nine and three. That's kind of saving the old bankroll. So I need you guys. Help me out. Let's get a winner this week. And find it out of those four games. But that's my card for my first four in college football, plus the bonus bet. Enjoy the games. And as always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun. And let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.